It's Sunshine's Becky Gazeal here. Yes, and don't worry. If you missed us, well, that's why you're here, to catch up on the good stuff. Sunshine here with Beck and Giselle. You may now kiss the... Hold on. Uh, let me give you some advice. Joined in the studio by Pastor Phil Ayers from Kingdom City. He helps us grow strong marriages. Phil, how are you going? I am going great. And love this rain. Bring it on. It's you, you. beautiful. Nice yes. and wet. And they're telling oh, us uh, it's going to be hot soon. And nah, sure. give me the cold weather anyway. <laughs> but you're a summer man, Phil. Yeah. No, nah, yeah. not really. I, the older I get, the colder I love it. Yeah. yeah, I love a cold too. Because you can always rug up, but you can never, you know, you only reach a certain point Thank to you. what you can cool down. You can't no. pull your skin off, you exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. <laughs> I agree with that, but I still like summer. Anyway, let's get into today's session, Stopping Conflict Escalation. Yeah. This is going to be huge for a lot of couples. I mean, yeah. every single person's found themselves in that situation where you're yeah. like, Okay, this is way bigger than where yeah. we started. I mean, it was just a nail clipping on the floor. Now yeah. spiraled <laughs> out of control. <laughs> what are we actually fighting over? Yeah. I don't know, but I hate you. I'm so angry. I don't care what we're fighting over. <laughs> so true. So how can like conflicts get so out of control and become so destructive? Yeah, well, I, I think when you, when you talk about conflict, obviously uh, – our logical mind sometimes wonders how where we end up because because the truth is a a, a really strong conflict or an interpersonal conflict is not just logical it's emotional mm-hmm. and and when we get emotional on something it's almost like we step into becoming another person and so we put on our emotional mind if i could say it like that maybe that's not the right biological <laughs> psychological term whatever type of term but it's it's I, I see very dignified, amazing people who, in their right mind, would you know wouldn't make you know These. butter melt in the mouth of a mouse. You know, like beautiful <laughs> people. But when they're hurt and when they've been deeply wounded, what they're capable of doing, you know, mm. it would shock shock people. And and so you know that's why as a couple, if we don't understand how to deal with our escalating conflicts, we can end up like two three year olds. Carrying on at each other and people getting awkward and embarrassed. How can you even think or talk like that to each Mm. other? Mm -hmm. And you've really, you've lost your dignity and everything. So why do we get to that stage where we're not in our right mind? Okay, so let let me just go back to the nature of conflict. And and the scriptures, the Bible talks about this in terms of why do wars happen? Like there's a lot going on at the moment in terms of Ukraine and Russia, China and Taiwan. Mm. And when when those type of things are, are building, and everyone can feel that building, not to be negative or doomsday kind of proclaiming but you can feel this sense what happens is people become unsafe there's a sense of uncertainty what might happen what might not and you never know what it's going to be like the next day and unfortunately that's what it's exactly like in a marriage relationship when you don't address escalation is it creates this sense of pollution that what should be beautiful and safe the Mm. the fundamental essence of a great relationship is two people who can feel safe and, you know, in Genesis, it said they were naked and unashamed. And that nakedness is a picture of vulnerability, of feeling safe enough to be who we are in this most intimate relationship. When conflicts are out of control, that is robbed, that is destroyed, and ultimately affects the sense of bondedness we have as a couple, the sense of connection we have. And if it continues, mm-hmm. that that uh, experience can enter in to become a lack of health and break down the bondedness and the meaning of what the couple have between them. 
so important to get this right and so important to, if I'm struggling with it, not to be passive and say, oh, well, look, it doesn't matter. No, mm. it does matter. And you're fighting not just for your own relationship, but you're fighting for the family, the relationship with your kids, because it all flows out from us to others. Why do conflicts escalate when we get emotional? Okay, well, we talk, talked about that changing of thinking, and it's almost like we become another person when we get emotional. But let's let's start with the primary issue of a conflict. Often it starts with a hurt or an offence. Mm. And, then, and then when that offence is allowed to take root in our heart, what we tend to do if we're going to allow it to grow is that the next step is we tend to dehumanize the other person. In other words, I start to see them through not the loving lens that I would normally see them through, but that person's got issues, that person's got a problem. The next thing then, I, as I dehumanize, is then I build into my thinking this idea that I'm no longer responsible for what I do. So I started with a hurt. That hurt now has grown. I've now changed my view of the other person. And this is all happening actually rapidly in this emotional cycle. Yeah. And now I'm, and now I'm dis, uh, disconnecting from any sense of responsibility. So what I do now, um, I'm no longer responsible for because now I'm retaliating or I'm bringing a sense of personal justice into what has happened. So I now have the right to hurt you. Do you see the problem? The yeah. problem is when we become emotional, I disconnect from my sense of integrity, my dignity, the, the belief system I have, and now now move to another belief system that says I'm not responsible. In fact, everything that happens from now on, you are totally the blame. This is entirely your fault. And then all of a sudden, we've given ourselves permission to do and say whatever we want. And we sometimes in that mindset will do and say things we wouldn't say to our worst enemy. Mm. And, and so when you give yourself permission to think that the fundamental issue is I've now built in a belief, I have the right to hurt you or to retaliate or do something to defend my position. And when you have that mindset, the sky's the limit of what can actually happen. Isn't it crazy how, I mean, I'm sure we've all been through the same process, how quick you yeah, know, it escalates. Fast. And you're just like, whoa, what fast. happened? So for those that find themselves in that situation uh, and then in the coming days and the coming weeks, what do we do in that situation well, when we realize, oh. Yeah, yeah. Here's a really good thing I just want to say to everybody. Your spouse, no matter how much of a, I don't know the word to use, annoyance, that's a beautiful word, (laughs) no matter how belligerent, whatever they've been, they are never responsible for what you hold in your heart. You've got to tell yourself, and it was only after maybe 50 or 60 or 100 of these situations in my own relationship, I started to think, what, what is going, why can't I stop this? And the, the truth is, the reason it didn't stop is because I never owned my own heart. And you have to actually take ownership of what you've got in your heart. We're so busy trying to prove the other person wrong or justify why they've hurt me, we actually forget to keep a sense of self in negotiating through this. And a part of the human capacity is the ability to hold dignity in conversations and situations where I disagree, even strongly, we can still have deep respect. Remember in the first, first book of Corinthians 13, it says this, it says, love is patient and love is kind. Mm. So the moment I move out of that mindset of patience and kindness, I've actually moved into something that can actually be destructive and hurtful. And so I have to keep a sense of ownership 
of myself. Now, what has happened and what my spouse did, what that other person did, if you're a single person, it may not be a marriage situation, it might be a work situation or or a family or a sibling, extended family, whatever. The the issue is not the person themselves. The issue is what is the position I take in my heart whenever I engage Mm -hmm. in a conflict type situation. Do I allow myself to let go? I'm no longer responsible, or do I stay in ownership of my heart and actually address the issues from a place of dignity and respect? Easier said than done. Totally, (laughs) totally easier. Just quickly, if we are finding ourselves in this situation, we're finding it hard, where can we go to for help? Okay, the first person that I go to now, obviously as a follower of Jesus, is I admit to God, I'm struggling with this. Don't don't hide your stuff. You're not helping anyone by hiding, keeping your stuff in the dark. That's why 1 John says, walk in the light. Mm. In the light, you have exposure to see it for what it is. While we hide, we can't see. We're blind. So I say to people, bring it to light. First, bring it to God. Submit it to God. Trust him. Bring it to him. But the second thing is this. Reach out to the people who are in your community who are trustworthy and safe. And it may be the person that you're wrestling with who you love deeply, who, and, and when you're in a time of peace, say, I really struggle when we're hurt, when I get hurt. I, I know that at times I've responded badly. I don't want to destroy our relationship. I don't want our fights to become like this. How can we do this better? Let's work it out. Mm-hmm. Let's, while we're at peace and in love with each other, let's figure a way out of doing it together. together. So not only, number one, go to God and really put your trust and ask him for help. And he will. He promises to. And then the second thing is, Talk where you can, either to a safe person or go to the person and address those issues as you best can. And I do remember from previous chats, there was a helpful tip. You know, if it is your spouse, you mentioned, you know, get a photo of your, of your spouse. Totally, when yes. When they were super, yes. super young. Because <laughs> there's an image there. And it's definitely worked in yep. my relationship. You know, yep. if I'm fighting with my spouse and I picture my spouse as a, a three, four-year-old girl, yep. it changes the posture of my argument and yep. it helps, you know, calm down the situation. So <laughs> for me personally, that was yeah. a massive Beautiful, because you're going away from the woman that mm. that who you're married to, and you're seeing the beautiful person that she is, that little girl, that person who's on the inside that you can love. Awesome stuff. Thank you so much, Pastor Philly is from Kingdom City, helping us grow strong marriages. We'll see you again in a fortnight. We really hope you enjoyed that chat. It has been sunshine's Beck and Jazeel. I think I enjoyed it more the second time. It was good. That's a nice taste in my mouth. We'll see you from three.